Funding for this podcast comes from MathWorks, creators of MATLAB and Simulink software, accelerating the pace of engineering and science. Learn more at MathWorks.com. You're listening to Radio Boston. I'm Tiziana Deering. It's thanks to the people of Boston that I could stand here tonight and say, the state of our city is strong. And we have the resources, the resolve, and the responsibility to make it even stronger. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu giving her first State of the City address last year, and she will do so again tonight at 7. Radio Boston will bring you live coverage here on WBUR. So listen, the State of the City is Wu's chance to do three things, tout her accomplishments, lay out the year's agenda, and this time maybe try to box out any potential challengers for the election in 2025. So what should we expect? Two people here to help us talk about that, Walter Wuthman and Kim Janey. Walt is a state house reporter for WBUR. Kim Janey is former mayor of Boston and president of the city council. Walt, welcome. Hey, Tiziana. Mayor Janey, welcome to you as well. Hey, how are you? Good to be here. Great to have you. So, um, Mayor Janie, I'll ask you, what are you expecting to hear from Boston Mayor Michelle Wu tonight? You know, I think uh, the state of the city historically is a wonderful opportunity to uh, share a vision, to tout your accomplishments, to lift up your amazing team and other community partners and really talk about what is great in the city of Boston. Uh, Now, clearly, you have to be willing to acknowledge some of those uh, challenges that are before us uh, and hopefully put forth a shared vision Uh, where we all see ourselves working together toward a better Boston. And so I would expect uh, the mayor to to offer uh, tonight, you know, tout her accomplishments and and put forth a vision. I think we will also see a hint of what's to come in terms of reelection. So I'm really excited uh, for her and for our city and to see what uh, she will share with us this evening. So, Walt, the Boston Globe is reporting a theme of concept of home, this idea of, you know, shared home and community home. Um, Kim Janey has just laid out, okay, we'll hear some successes, we'll hear acknowledgement of challenges, we'll hear shared vision. Home makes me think housing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and certainly we know that at the city, every city and state level, we are looking at challenges around housing. What might we hear from Wu and what's unfinished business from 2023? Yeah, I I think housing is going to be a major theme, just like it was last year. Um, The city and the region are in a housing crisis, uh, and Wu has all of these policy ideas um, and policies in different stages of the pipeline to to try to tackle that that crisis. And I think she has some, you know, some some accomplishments to stand on. So one of the big things she did in the past year um, was raising the IDP. Uh, It's complicated, but basically, it's a requirement for developers to you know, have a certain amount of affordable housing in their new buildings. That's going up to 20%, and that is happening next year. That's a concrete accomplishment that I I think she'll probably, you know, bring up and and people will cheer for. Last year, she announced the rent control proposal, which she wrote up and got through the city council, and which is now gathering dust, (laughs) layers and layers and layers of dust um, in the state house. Because the legislature has to vote on it. Because the legislature has to vote on it. Um, I don't know if she'll bring that up. She may bring it up to try to kind of blow off some of the dust and apply some pressure, but that is languishing. Um, And then, as you said, these speeches are also a a platform to announce new policies. So 
I think we can expect some some new announcements um, on ways she plans to tackle this housing crisis. And just to be clear, uh, the IDP goes into effect the 2024? October 2024. Thanks. But it's all passed. That's just when it it is actually going to be implemented next year. So I'll come back to you, um, former Boston City Council President uh, Kim Janey, and I'm using that title here because one of the things that is different this year is um, Michelle Wu has a different Boston City Council to work with this year. And it is a city council where um, she endorsed some of the candidates. It feels like a different group for her to be working with. And that can be an interesting relationship because that council either sort of holds her accountable or stands at odds or works with her. How important do you think this council with its new president, Ruth Z. Louis-Jean, will be for Mayor Wu this year? Is it a factor? I think so. I think so. And I think that is why we saw the mayor uh, get involved in in races. Uh, So we have four or five really new counselors. um, And she was involved, I think, in almost all of those races. Uh, We've got a new council president uh, who already just out of the gate is doing a phenomenal job. And so I'm excited to see how this new council is shaping up. Uh, You know, it's it's Important to note that Ed Flynn, who was my classmate coming into the council, is now the most senior uh, person on the Boston City Council. So we have completely seen a a turnover, uh, if you will, of this council. And with the new leadership of the president, I think the mayor and the council will have a great working relationship. It does not mean that everything will be Uh, you know, butterflies and rainbows all the time, but I think it will be a productive relationship. And I think that's very important. Uh, Why? Why is that so important? Because the council is the legislative body. And so as the mayor is is sharing out her vision, she can obviously do uh, executive orders, uh, but you want to engage the legislative body. You want to engage um, district councilors as well as at-large councilors, district councilors, are very close uh, to their communities. And so it's important when you are putting forth a vision that is bold to make sure you are engaging at all levels. And that's what I hear from this mayor. I think she'll want to continue um, on a path where she is bringing people along for this journey of where she wants to take us. And so the council is a big part of that. And I think she recognizes that, which is why she was engaged in the council races last cycle, and I think it will serve her well uh, as she continues to lead and govern our city. Kim Janey has served as both mayor of Boston and president of the Boston City Council. Walt Wuthman is WBUR Statehouse reporter, both here helping us look ahead to the state of the city tonight for Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, which we'll have live here on WBUR beginning at 7 p.m. tonight. Okay, so uh, Mayor Janey just lays out the relationship with the city's legislative body. Walt, um, I'm going to turn back to you with your state house reporter hat on now. I went back and rewatched ye- last year's state of the city yesterday, and it struck me how important the legislature was to Mayor Wu's agenda last year. So many home rule petitions, like you know, rehauling the Boston Planning and Development Council, the uh, uh, rent uh, control, a number of other I- issues. This year is the second year of the legislative session. Last year, you've reported repeatedly this was a Massachusetts legislature that didn't get a lot done. Um, is they Are they critical or can she work around and without them this year? There are major things she needs legislative approval for because of this kind of strange system we have in the state where 
many cities, if they want to, you know, pass fundamental policies, they they need the legislature to basically give them the okay, um, even if they write up the policy and their own local body passes it. So the rent control thing is a big one. Um, Michelle Wu, who has also been uh, advocating for real estate transfer fees, it's a way to you know get more money from these big luxury uh, development projects and and promote affordable housing. That's something that she would need legislative approval for. It's actually something that's in the governor's housing bond bill. So there is maybe more of a runway uh, than there was last year. Um, and then, like you said, uh, you know, getting rid of the urban renewal language and um, and not abolishing, but reforming the Boston Planning and Development Agency. She needs the legislature to work with her on that as well. Um, Kim Janey, you made mention of the election, as did I. Uh, next year uh, will be whether and when uh, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu would run for re-election. Um, to what extent is this a time to put some stakes in the ground to scare away potential competitors, to start positioning for that? Um, you know, how much do we watch for that tonight in the speech? You know, I think you always want to do your best work. And when you're thinking about the challenges that are before us, they have taken years, decades, centuries even, to get us to this place. And so when you're thinking of solutions, policy solutions, uh, particularly given our system, as you just heard Walt explain, um, there are going to be some things that you'll want to tackle that will clearly take more than a four-year term. And so to the extent that she has some long-term vision for the city moving it forward, whether it's on a housing agenda, uh, whether it is how we really grow our city equitably, making sure that we continue to prosper, but we're bringing everyone along with us, um, you know, that's going to take uh, some time. And so I would not be surprised to see the planting of seeds or even the blooming of a few flowers around what's to come um, for re-election. Um, so we, we certainly shall see, and I think uh, there's no shortage of challenge. There's no shortage of what needs to be done in terms of mapping out the work that is before us as a city. Um, so I would expect to see uh, some hint, um, certainly if not this year, certainly next year. Yeah. But this, as you mentioned, in terms of timing, this is the year. This is the midway point. This yeah. is the time to kind of start putting those those failures out and planting those seeds. Yeah, and ju just to add on to that, I think, you know, Tiziana, you've you've done a good job, um, you know, tracking the, the life of the mayor's administration. You have her on the show all the time. And it seems, you know, there was a first phase of setting up the cabinet, hiring the staff. You know, you, you'd push her, okay, what's being done? And she would say, I need to get my team in place. Now the team is in place. Um, another bigger challenge was getting all the huge collective bargaining agreements signed. So now there's a new... Firefighters contract, there's that huge police union contract. That's a huge task for the executive. Those big contracts are now all done. So the mayor does have a moment now to really put a lot of like creative energy and force into policy, into laying out, okay, what's next? Now that all of the all of the ducks are in a row, you know, what am I gonna do here in this city for the rest of this term? And maybe 
you know, another term too. Well, and as we wrap that up, I'll just say that the one thing I didn't bring up, but I want to flag, and I think we should also watch for tonight, is what else we'll hear from Boston Mayor Michelle Wu on schools, especially as she's been talking about facilities, school buildings, has a new uh, superintendent of schools, et cetera. All right. Kim Janey is president and CEO of Economic Mobility Pathways, or MPATH, has served as mayor of Boston and president of the Boston City Council. Walter Wuthman is WBUR State House reporter, followed the city for a long time. Thanks to both of you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you.